Pindic, Oberman, Pindic, Oberman, Pindic. The US strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill. Ah, that is because there's plenty of insanity and madness here on episode number 81 of Planet well, we Rage. We import it all. We're perfectly sane and calm. Oh, of course. That yeah. goes without saying. Yeah. I mean, anybody that would think otherwise is listening to the wrong show. Or maybe, maybe they're in exactly the right place. <laughs> Chicago shootings, 23 shot, only one killed this weekend. Mm-hmm. Although the, uh, the flash mob kind of thing has uh, moved to the suburbs down to Tinley Park, Illinois, which is just a stone's throw from here. It's where my wife grew up. Oh, dear. And they were having, you know, some kind of carnival supposed to be a three day thing. And on Saturday night, a bunch of kids showed up, something that was, of course, how these things are generated through some social media Mm -hmm. where they showed up and start causing problems and having fights and jumping on cars. So they canceled the final day of the. The carnival, because, you know, parents cannot control their chilling. Well, there you go. I'm like, you know, we got to do something. Either you have to start putting parents in jail for the things their idiot kids do. And I think it's time to really start looking because the Democrats are the ones they have showed me the way, brother Larry. They want like 12, 14, 16 year olds to be able to vote. So that way, if the 12, 14, 16 year olds go out and commit crimes, you put them in jail. No, I think the answer is uh, universal 24 seven lockdowns. That'll fix everything. <laughs> that's what they were kind of hoping for i think yeah with the covids yes zoom world <laughs> although you know covid's still around our buddy bandrew just got over covid so we hope Did he he's really feeling better yeah i hope it wasn't a bad uh bad bout with it was it a light uh light experience or what well he took like three weeks off the podcast and two weeks off the review so it was probably bad enough wow he must have been hurting I know. And I was like, so was I. Cause I'm like, where's my Bandrew content? Yeah. Now I know. Bandrew vaxxed. I don't know. We don't know. We maybe know he that. can, maybe, maybe he'll write in and tell us or, uh, we need to know. How does next show? minds want to know. Yeah. He'll be like, fuck you. I'm not telling you guys nothing. I, I know what you guys <laughs> are like. Right. Uh huh. But when you're speaking of the zoom thing, my wife was just home for lunch and there's somebody that works at their village there. That's interested in taking a job that they had another person that left so there is a vacancy for a certain job and the person that is interviewing for the job actually told this person that if they wanted an interview they would have to go home and zoom in because that would be the only fair thing because all the other candidates had to zoom in Mm. i'm like is that not insanity that's uh 
your gut. I guess it's, it's probably typical for government workers. And I don't want to be like too mean or rude because I don't know if anybody hears this uh, um, in the local government here. But it's like it just doesn't make sense to me that like you've got somebody right there in person. The point of the Zoom is to not inconvenience people to bring them in as an interviewer. Do you really think that you're giving an unfair advantage to somebody that can be in the room with you? And I said to my wife, my, my dickhead answer would be, I would grab my laptop. I would walk into his office. I would sit in the chair right in front of him and I would open up the laptop and press zoom. That's a great answer. I like that answer. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, okay, we're on zoom. I'm like, really? You want, you're going to tell somebody to go home and zoom in. I'm like, that just makes zero sense. But again, I guess government. Yeah, we, live in, we live in a world that's uh, controlled by procedurist imbeciles, don't we? So I think so. Where it's like you yeah. don't understand the why something would even be an unfair advantage. I mean, the unfair yeah. advantage would be I know you. Right. That would be the unfair advantage. But that's what it is. I mean, everything is a procedure procedure. and to People, you know, they, they, other than the elitists, other than the jackals in D.C. and in the alphabet agencies, they don't want anybody using their judgment to make any type of a decision. Just follow what's in the fucking employee manual. And it says Zoom. Everybody's going to Zoom. And just let's, let's not forget about one of the most uh, scurrilous words that have been vilified by commie scum. And I've been called this many times, as you might imagine. You're so judgmental. Fucking A, I am. Yes, I am. And so is everybody else. Well, entire, the, your entire existence from, from, from wake up to sleep is one judgment after another. But that's become bad. So this wonk over wherever the fuck this uh, government agency is, you know, he, he, he may well have known, hey, this is retarded. Go ahead, talk. You're here right now. Let's do this. But then he'd be using his own judgment. It'd be judgmental. So follow procedure. Do it by Zoom. You're right. I guess it could be that like, well, we were told that these have to be by Zoom. So yeah, sure. I don't know. What should I do? Uh, what should I do? It's, obey. It, when in doubt, obey. It is all very confusing. The uh, mm. when it comes down to people being shot in Chicago, where's this? Or I thought I left this article up here. Uh, this was uh, from a weird little website. And maybe I lost it. I'll find it. That was uh, what percentage of people in Chicago witness a shooting <laughs> before the age of 40. And it's up to like 50% of Chicago wow. residents will witness a shooting. Wow. By the time they're 40 years old, which mm, I think that says a lot. About what's going on in Chicago, but the NAACP, they're not warning people not to come to Chicago. They're warning people not to come to Florida because Florida is racist. I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. Mm. I'm like, I don't understand. It's, uh, it's freedom. Well, sure you understand. Of course you do. This was from, well, here, this one. Uh, DeSant DeSantis represents a possible threat to Joey. Or whoever else. So let's just spray some shit. Let's spray the racist. Turn on the racist hose. Spray him good. Head to toe. There you go. Okay. It takes care of him. That's, what, that's all it's about. The study it's here. Completely politically driven bullshit. Oh, yeah. 
because you hear from people in and we have been from conservatives that are in Florida and happen to be black. They're like, we love it down here. Everything's great. We've heard from a lot of people that are of the LGBTQ persuasion that live in Florida. They're like, this is great. It's free. All they're trying to block in Florida is kids being taught things that like you're a bunch of racists and having the history of the country changed into a leftist narrative. That's what they're not doing. But this study tracked more than 2000 Chicagoans over 25 years from childhood and adolescence in the 1990s to the start of middle age. And let's see here. Researchers asked some of the participants uh, actually became victims with about 7% of all black and Latino participants becoming gunshot victims by age 40 compared to 3% of white participants. Cause you know, we know which neighborhoods are more dangerous. The average age for being shot. I don't think this would surprise you. What would you guess the average age for being shot in Chirac is? I would say 17. Exactly. See, and this is again, not a surprise. Yeah, because it's the gang age. It's also the time when you're still committing crimes because you're like, well, I'm not 18. So you're out there doing this stuff because the younger kids, they think they can get away with more and they do. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, I don't think that's any surprise, but it should kind of scare people. And this is a great when uh, people from Chicago. No, it's not that bad here. I think it's maybe the new mayor or the outgoing mayor. Did I read that Rahm Emanuel, speaking of outgoing mayors, is now, is he ambassador to Israel or something? I think that is his gig, yes. Wow. Okay. I mean, he screwed up. Well, he didn't screw up Chicago any more than anybody else did, to be fair. Really? Yeah, he wasn't as insane as uh, Lori Lightfoot or the new guy. So, I mean, this is all just a... A concept that we've talked about in the past, which is the Overton window. It just keeps getting further and further and further. He'll be running for president one of these days. You'll see. Probably. I mean, when you look at it's kind of funny when you look at Obama and you compare him to the things that have been pushed under Biden. And I can't even say it's Biden because I think his brain is mush. But when you look at Obama, he was relatively centrist compared to what Joey's doing. It's bizarre. It is really bizarre. But the violence thing, I mean, there it is bizarre. But I, I got to say, I back this up a second. You know, I never miss an episode of your original show, randomthoughts.com. That's already in D-U-M-B. And no one should either. But I got to tell you, you know, I've, I'm learning more and more about you, Darren. And a Uh-oh. couple of weeks ago, I discovered that you have a, a really sort of sinister, vindictive, and criminal stripe in you with all this, <laughs> this fucking gene, this uh, email ordering good shit with, you know, on other continents and so forth. And now I find out in your most recent, recent show that, um, number one, you agree with Obama on something. And then also that, uh, you did not vote for the Donald in 2016, but you didn't say that. Does that mean you, you, you pulled the switch for Hillary? No what the fuck is going on. Talk to me, Bubby. No, I, that was actually at the point I was uh, face down and just did not go out to vote. So it was during the oh, the retinal so you thing. A, you get a pass for that. Okay. So I can say I didn't vote for Trump. I mean, I would have if I would have gone to you vote. But I'm see, this okay. is I was pulling one of those leftist news tricks, which was I was telling you the truth. Yes. Like, hey, and I didn't I drew even the vote. wrong conclusion. Right. 
Yeah. Which is why it's beautiful. Yeah. When people realize that it's just as important what you aren't told. Yeah. As part of a story is why you can't go. Well, why are they leaving that part out? Why? It's always a reason. Although I really like uh, Tim Scott. I think he would be an interesting candidate. Which is, uh, you know, again, the Republicans, if they would just be smart, they could do a lot better. But the Republicans are rarely smart. The Democrats are rarely smart. So where do we get? Well, they're not. I mean, it's the same old. uh, I mean, it's funny that I mean, they have their own fucking swamp. You know, Mitch Mitch McConnell is, uh, you know, probably at the top of that uh, bacterial chain. And uh, I've kind of figured ah, that's, you know, it's fait accompli when they when they let that Ronna McDaniel boob right continue to helm the fucking party. And that chick that was on Tucker all the time, she had an interesting name. What was it again? Um, trying to remember it. Uh, anyway, she was she was extremely sharp, very sharp, very articulate. And she was she wanted that job. And of course, she didn't get it. Um, so, you know, they just it's the same assholes again and again. So, yeah. Yeah, and you wonder why things don't change, right? Yeah. With all that said, I did get a uh, a password reset email from that company today, so I don't know. <laughs> Funny, I should bring that up. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm like, well, has uh, has he not figured this one out yet? And I also think that if you haven't figured it out yet, yeah, you really deserve what you get because, and again, it's not the first time it's happened, right? And it's like, you have to realize at some point, like, um, it's, uh, I, I, you had to realize you used the wrong email address, but you obviously don't know why or what, because otherwise you would then send a message to that email address and be like, Oh, I'm sorry. Can you help me reset my whatever? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really feel bad about being vindictive. Right. But that's me. I mean, that's it, right? I don't know. He had some fun. Hey, listen, you know what? Truth be told, I kind of dig it. So there. <laughs> you know, it is again. It is, and it's. It wasn't even the same guy because that was the the Darren O'Neill in Canada. And my wife's like, so all Darren O'Neills are pretty much morons. I'm like, yeah, I and mean, I'm not even taking myself out <laughs> only, of that list. Right? Only your wife would say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like because the guy in Canada was yeah. the one that put it through for all of the trucking the resume thing so i got like 50 emails on that one did you get any job offers <laughs> no i did i just no. i think i told you i sent back to every one of them i would not oh, right. hire this guy because he doesn't even right. know his own email address right <laughs> it's like so if they ever do find him i'd be like oh okay or if he ever finds you oh shit <laughs> that's right well it, it helps to be six foot six and well armed so i mean there's that's true there's that part true. yes I mean, especially in Chirac, I think you need that as part of uh, the, the the basics of uh, of life. You need to have at least a few firearms, plenty of ammo. Sure sounds that way. And things just keep getting more so what, insane. When did the uh, carnage begin in, in Chicago? I mean, it, I mean, it's always been a violent town, I guess, going back to Capone's days or whatever. But that was all gangster related shit, I would think. When did it fucking turn into this, uh, you know, open air warfare? There? It really is over the last decade or so. And it, you can kind of track it by who is mayor at the time. Because so that would have been about when Emmanuel, Emmanuel came in, right? When was he mayor? He came in in the, 
what early 2000s was it okay i mean i should know these things right you should know these things <laughs> i just try to avoid chicago as much as possible let's see i'm don't sure think, the internet can give us about, a full list don't think about unpleasant thoughts yeah but i know when uh richard daly the second was yeah. in there you, you still had law and order which was nothing. I mean, I remember going downtown because I graduated high school in 1988, went to college in, um, mm-hmm. in Chicago. I went to DePaul and I was a commuter. So I was driving through the city mm-hmm. and that was uh, under the, uh, the daily regime. It looks like he was 89 through 2011 mm-hmm. and never felt an issue. I mean, I'd go downtown to restaurants. I would walk down the streets, whether it was with friends or with the, you know, then uh, girlfriend, now wife, never an issue. Mm -hmm. Emmanuel came in and was there 2011 to 2019. Definitely during his reign, things started getting a lot worse. And I could only assume it's because that... uh, some of those kind of policies started coming in where Richard Daly, like his dad, was not going to take the violence. I mean, there was still violence, mm-hmm. but it was not completely out of control. And I would have to double check what year it was. But there was a point where the Chicago police were basically ordered to go out and round up all of the leaders of the gangs in Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, like in Capone's day under Richard Daly, there was gangs, there were drug gangs in Chicago. Sure. But they had the guys, you know, the older folks, which I mean, for gang leaders, you're probably talking in your thirties or forties, but they had those gang leaders that were interested in making money who knew that killing children, killing uh, tourists, all this kind of thing was bad for their business. Mm-hmm. Now, what ended up happening once they rounded up all of those older gang leaders, there was a vacuum. And the young gangbangers, they didn't really care who they shot. Ah, and you yeah. kind of fell into anarchy, which is still what you have today. So they cut off the snake heads and the snakes kept moving. Uh huh. Mm. It's like, because again, you don't understand the logics of the, the situation, or you do, and that's exactly why you did it. which was, you know, Hey, this is a business. Okay. Yeah. If there's gang warfare between multiple gangs, well, you understand there's going to be violence there, but you really don't want the news stories of the, you know, 12 year old girl. That's just in her room doing her homework, getting shot because of a drive-by. Right. But now no. And they're trying to make it easier for all of this stuff. And I know New York was the one that made the big headlines this past week with oh well here's what we're going to do we don't want to go after people for shoplifting so we're I saw, right I saw that yeah let's talk about that they want to put mm. kiosks in you know at your kiosks. local target right and it's like well they're also saying we will never charge a first time offender and everybody who has a logical brain in their body it's a free pass yeah your first one's free literally the first time yeah. you get caught yeah. You're not going to be charged. So this now makes it open season on shoplifting. Good. Yeah, all those well, this is what's going to happen is this is where all of 
these stores end up leaving these areas, which they should. Yeah. Because they can't make money. So why would you be somewhere you can't make money? I mean, the Democrats think they should be there to do a, you know, a, a citywide service, I guess. Yeah. Yes. But the, the funny thing was the kiosks like, well, we'll put the would be shoplifter in touch with social programs that maybe could help them. So let's, so let's, let's sort of spec this out. So uh, I'm i I'm a shoplifter. I'm a, a, about a budding shoplifter with larceny on my mind. And I go into the uh, whatever the fuck, you know, store target. You said, yeah, that's one. I think I'm, I'm going to boost me a bunch of shit because the first one's free. And then I see a kiosk. What does it say on the kiosk? And who's, who's manning the kiosk? And then what? I'm thinking the kiosk, like, don't, don't shoplift. Come here instead. You know, it's like, it's like Lucy's fucking psychiatric care stand for five cents. Is that what it is? I think so. That's, I think that's basically it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So then I walk over and I say, I'm, I'm about to fill my pockets with, uh, whatever the fuck. Uh, what should I do? And then, and then what is it? Is this like a, uh, a shoplifting ambassador or what are they calling these people? Therapists? Uh, I don't, I think it's a, uh, you know, an automated little kiosk that you're probably just going to punch in like your information and they'll, and they'll get back to you at a later date. Like, oh, no, no automated. Oh yeah. And it'd be like, well, don't shoplift They're They're all, that'll be the whole thing. It'll probably be like, Hey, think before you shoplift, you have options. You can put your information into this government kiosk and we'll help, even though we'll help. you know, whatever you walk out of the store with today is yours free, but we have a better deal for you, which is you get nothing. And it's also a honey pot because now we know who you are and you know, whatever. right. Right. I, well, I would certainly think that would be part of it. Although they'd be like, well, no, no, we can't use that information. If somebody, I wonder if somebody fills out, their ad accurate information on one of those kiosks and then the in-store yeah. cameras see them go and uh right. you know, rob the place blind stab a few people shoot a few people it's like well no no we can't we can't use that information yeah. to track them down no well i'm glad it's happening at target they deserve it so yeah it's gonna be target it's gonna be yeah. walmart gonna be walgreens gonna be all of them mm. and, yeah, and the they, kiosks so these these kiosks are government are, are manufactured and installed by the city of new york yes that would be the, wow. this is the mayor Adams plan for, for taking control of the rising shoplifting problem is to, to do community outreach, to show oh, people they don't have to lead the a life everything. of crime. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, they're not aware of this already, I guess. Well, they, you know, they try Eric, <clears throat> I guess these guys don't talk to each other because uh, here in uh, <laughs> Los Angeles, a place I'm about to uh, flee. Very, very soon. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, the, the LA is, there's the city of LA, but then within that, there's a, sh- a shit pile of, uh, of incorporated, uh, I don't know what you'd call them, towns, municipalities, I guess, Culver City and Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and Santa Monica. They're their own little thing. They all have their own police forces, their own fire departments, whatever. <clears throat> and so one of them, West Hollywood, which is probably 90% gay. It's like the Castro up in San Francisco. Um, they, they jumped on the defund the cop bandwagon, uh, you know, when everybody else did. <laughs> it hasn't worked out so good for them. And so what they started doing was hiring 
Security ambassadors. How's that for a name? Is <laughs> that just called? Is that new security guard lingo? I, you know, I haven't seen them. I haven't been there, you know, in years. But I, I'm, I'm seeing in my mind's eye. I'm seeing a guy, you know, with with like a, a Miss America sash across his chest that says <laughs> security ambassador. Right. Know? Well, that's like what I had in uh, in grade school when I was the, you know, the hall monitor or whatever yeah. it was. You had the little orange uh, thing you wore. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, and he's probably about as intimidating as a fucking daisy. And so uh, the merchants down there have been screaming. I mean, because it, it's just open season because it's it's under policed. And so now they're, guess what? They're hiring real cops again and laying off security ambassadors. Gee whiz. I wonder if fucking Eric, mouth-breathing imbecile Eric Adams can read and has heard this story. Because that's where his thing's going to wind up, too. Well, it's also the areas like Portland that decided all drugs should be legal are now rethinking yes. that as well. Yes. It's like, who would have thought that? Who would have thought? And it's like, you know what? This all again comes down to personal responsibility because, you know, Hey, I don't care if somebody gets home and has a drink. I don't care if somebody comes home and smokes pot. I don't care no. if somebody comes home and does heroin, but right. the more severe the drugs get, the more severe the problems get. Mm-hmm. And the more that people are showing up either dead, which is a cost on society, or they're showing up in hospitals, also a cost on society. And this concept, which was, well, no, if we just if we legalize all drugs, it'll make things better because then yeah, whatever logic they were trying to use. Right. You know what they never think about is, well, then all of the people that have no clue. And there's a lot of them now. Really? It's, it's sad. My wife and I were just having that conversation about the, the sextortion. And I'm like, how is it there are that many teenage boys, it seems, are the ones that are falling for this? What's the sextortion? Hit when, me to that. When they get a message on TikTok or Instagram or whatever social media it is, and it's some girl that they don't really know in real life. This isn't somebody that, you know, you actually know. Okay, so it's an internet hooker. Right. Well, they it's somebody that approaches you pretending to be a female, attractive, and they right. send you nudes of themselves of this attractive female okay. and then ask you for nudes of you. And the mm. minute, yeah, the minute you do that, you're now talking to three guys in Nigeria who are like, ha, 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 we're not really an attractive girl. We want you to send us money. Oh, this is funny. And there have been multiple, it's, it is until the multiple cases where the kids off themselves because they couldn't handle. It's oh, not funny. No. That's and it's happening funny. with fair regularity because I've read multiple stories, different kids. And it's like, again, parents who never told their kid don't fall for this stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, even long before there was an internet, you know, even uh, I can remember like in, in college and stuff, people, it's, you know, never chicks of you never, let, never let a boyfriend take a picture of you nude. Right. You know, because even at that, I mean, you didn't need an internet, but then somebody had, had leverage on you as soon as that happened. Right. So people are just stupid. Well, and now it can all just be faked with AI. So there's that. That's true. That's true. Did you, did you see the one it's fuck? It's a killer fucking uh, deep fake, man. It's Joey. Um, in a dress yes. talking about 
Wasn't that great? <laughs> it's disturbing on so many different <laughs> levels. But I loved it. It was disturbing, but fucking wonderful. I want I want more like that. There should be like a 24-7 feed of nothing but deep fakes of Joey like that. <laughs> really? It would be a subscription service, no doubt. No, make it free because because that's the way to that's the way to fight back. I mean, because just as they just as they flooded the fucking planet with Russian hoax, Russian collusion, Trump just relentlessly fucking have have Joey in that in that realm, and it might just dent them. You know, it might might put a fucking ding in their uh, in their armor. Yeah, that's true. Right. That is true. Now we do have clips, and I think we for the first time ever, I think we might both have the same clip, which is. Uh, Oh, episode. I know which one it is. 81. He figured it was going to happen sooner or later. It depends if your if your clip that is titled We Need Trans is from Sky News. Because if- uh, I don't know the source, but the I mean, it emanates from uh, uh, the Nebraska State Senate. Yes. OK, so okay. We, we both have the clip, but I have Sky yeah. News covering the clip, which oh, was good. Then, then yours will be better than mine, <laughs> which is good. fantastic. But there was okay. this. This is a person that goes by politics girl on YouTube. And since you're leaving LA, she's talking about the whole concept of voting with your feet, if you will. Mm. But she is taking it from a totally perverted, strange mm. leftist point of mm. view. Well, now you have my attention. So you can't just move. With the path we're on, federalism won't actually help you for that long. What's happening in the red states right now is the minority forcing their vision of life onto the majority. So in the red states, the red states. So in the Republican states, she believes it's the minority forcing their view on the majority. So I don't think she understands how politics works at all. Mm. Because in the red states, you're saying, well, there's a majority of liberal Democrats in the red states that are being forced into what the minority wants. Well, why are you not voting? Because but that's exactly that's the she's right in, in lockstep with uh, Joey's messaging. Yes. That's the same thing. They want to take it. They want to cut Social Security. They want to cut Medicare. All lies. And they want to uh, take away, uh, you know, your right to, you know, love, love is love, whatever they want that gone. All lies. So that's yeah, that's she's just parroting Joey's uh, talking. And well, right. And you notice where she started the the federalism federalism is not going to help you. This is the kind of Mm. states and there are a few of them. I think uh, Minnesota was one that have tied their electoral college votes to how the nation votes. So there are these states who go, well, you know, we got everybody that votes here in Minnesota, but rather than go by how they vote. So instead of looking at a majority of the votes and saying, this is how we're going to divvy up our electoral college votes in Minnesota, we're instead, instead of looking at the votes in our state, we are going to look at the popular votes nationwide and base it upon that. So Which, then these electors are going to violate their oath. Exactly. Okay. And you, it, the people don't understand that you're giving away your vote. You now have no voice whatsoever. Right. But again, the leftists are nuts. 
But if the red states get enough power, it won't matter what state you live in. They will control us all. If you move and not enough people vote or organize or run against these far right extremists, that means they will get bigger margins in Congress. I mean, how many far right extremists do we have in this country that are in politics that are I've never I've never seen or met any. But, you know, whatever. I mean, there might be one or two. I mean, maybe we're missing something. What is a far right extremist? I mean, nobody ever defines these terms. What the fuck is that? Probably anybody who does not agree with abortion up until 20 minutes after the baby's born. I think for the left, exactly. That's, exactly. that's now a yes. far right extremist. Yes, correct. Which again, you're correct as you always are. You need to define your terms. They never do. Nope. Well, that because they have some wiggle room then. Right. More House members, more senators, more judges, more federal control. If you move, it means they dominate more state legislatures, more majorities, more supermajorities, more opportunities to strip people of their rights and seek conservative justices to solidify their power. Now, I just I mean, I I know there's a lot of people. That are fleeing. The blue states because they're turning into shitholes. But. It seems like she thinks it's the opposite, that people are flocking to the. uh, (laughs) Well, I'm trying to form a visual of uh, this uh, Cretan. Any uh, can you describe or is this is an audio only or is there a video of her? No, there's video politics girl. She is a fairly attractive blonde, probably in her early 30s. Okay, I mean, brain dead, but yeah, you know, uh, she could clean up nice, I think. But I just didn't even understand the concept talking to Democrats, talking to liberals here, because that's obviously who follows her channel. Moving. I mean, I've heard of a lot of people that are like conservative. They're like, I can't stand living in the Democrat shitholes anymore. Right. But I'm not aware of a massive Democrat slash liberal moving out of any areas. I mean, if if they well, are, I would ask why just vote the other way. Well, well, no, no. Well, they are. I mean, I mean, because that's that's the you know, probably the most common bumper sticker in uh, in Texas is don't California my Texas. And it's classic. I mean, they're like uh, birds. They shit their own nest. They fuck it up and then they move somewhere else and try to re- replicate the exact same conditions uh, why they that caused them to flee in the first place. And it's it's textbook the way these assholes operate. It's the textbook insanity of, well, we did this here. It didn't work. So we're going to go here and do it and hope it works. Yeah. Yeah. It's possible. I mean, I just didn't understand where, like, why are you talking about this? Why are you talking about moving? And uh, yeah, well, in all all my, my treks uh, around the country past few years, um, you know, people would see California tags on the car. You'd get dirty looks, and, <laughs> you know, you talk to people in a restaurant, or whatever. I'm from California. And I would always immediately say, but I'm not one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm from California, but I am not of California. Okay. Uh, and, and, you know, with good reason, because most of the people here overwhelmingly are leftist assholes. Yes. And their version of the truth is a little different. Well, it's not reality. truth at all. Yes. So their version of the truth is lies. They just lie about they everything. The, 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 the White House was advised. The FBI knew that Hillary Clinton was planning on Wait a minute. pushing. Is that, this. 
Stop. Yes, yes, How yes. How do I get to Megan? Uh, uh, that's Megan, right? Yeah, we were. I thought we, were, we we could transform into the. Oh, okay. Step. Gotcha. Go, go. I'm sorry. We, we were jump. I know. Um, okay. But this, like, we were talking about the leftists and truth, and I figured this was a good time to hit this one. Oh, I'm sorry. Lay it on me. That's all right. They knew that the, the, the White House was advised. The FBI knew that Hillary Clinton was planning on pushing this lie that Trump had colluded with the Russians in the context of his campaign. They knew they didn't they didn't care. And the report also reveals that the Russians knew the Russians knew that she was planning on saying this years before and took advantage of it. They, they don't care. They don't care what truth is. They just want to sow chaos over here in the United States. That's been their plan for years now. The leadership of the FBI has been corrupt. And there's been almost no accountability. There were like, why? Why is Andrew McCabe a darling of the left? What about Peter Strzok? Why? They're, they don't care. These same leftists who want to lecture us on everything, like you put out disinformation and so on, are employing and celebrating and giving tenured university positions to these people to this day. Yeah. The leftists complain about disinformation. Then anybody on their side that sows it, they give cushy jobs to. Yeah. Sure. I don't know why that's... Uh not obvious to everybody out there yeah now any any anything that deviates from their uh their party line is uh, misinformation and disinformation isn't it yeah it's all about the the russian ukrainian war and i hear you do a killer Zelensky. is that true i'm not sure i was told that i was at this party and i was told i'd do a good zansky i'm not i'll let you be the judge i, I haven't heard him enough to know but i mean that uh, you know, the, the little known fact is that my father, my father, he uh, he was every village chase from <laughs> a Fantasy Island. <laughs> I was going to say he, the voices up sex a little with bit. Another dwarf, and here I am. That does have that kind of a sound. <laughs> I was like, is was his voice that high? I don't know. The plan, oh, yeah, the plan. Anyway, I got that out of the way. I figured better. You pulled that out at a California party and you didn't get I, shot. Yeah, I don't, you know, I, you know, why I do a thing. <laughs> I said to my wife, who's going to this party, I said, you know, I'm going to be on o, o Squad. And that stands for a friend of mine invented that years ago. And it stood for obnoxious. And so, you know, we'd go out, we'd hit the bars, whatever. And if things were going our way with the ladies, um, you know, okay, great. But if we were getting, um, um, dirty looks and and so forth. And this guy, his name was Steve. He was very funny. He says, I'm, he just turned around and kind of make an O with his fingers. And that meant he was going to get uh, obnoxious. And he did. So O squad. <laughs> hey, whatever you got to do to have a fun time. Yeah. Made it fun. And it is sometimes it's fun to annoy the people that are around you just to see the reactions you're going to get. Exactly. Yeah. All in so I, I forget how it came up, but I, I didn't even, I just kind of popped into my head and I started doing Zelensky's because that, that fucking sounds like him. Okay. Well, got to add that to the I'll, repertoire then yeah, with the I'll Fauci. I'll lay that on Darren and the, and the planet rage uh, gang. So uh-huh. you got Fauci, you got Zelensky. Oh yeah. It's an ever, and <laughs> ever, never. Um, I, w- I wish I could do Joey, but I can't. Well, that's takes, uh, I think it takes a very special, mentality to do joey because it it forces you to stumble over words in a way that nobody with a rational thought in their mind would do so when the comedians can do it i think dana carvey was the one that i saw pulling it off really well which i was surprised because you know he's known for his george bush the, bush. the senior yeah. one yeah but i believe he was the one that pulled off just and it's it's mainly more than even the 
the sound of the voice, it's just the verbs then the words that come out in such a a mixed way. Yeah. That it's hard to I mean you really have to practice to do that. It's it's hard to do that off the cuff. Because as you know, you've been podcasting and in radio and all this for a long time, you you intentionally train yourself not to screw up and to say things correctly. So if you start wanting to say things wrong, you're like, but I can't. It's true. It's tough. Now, Joey, on the other <laughs> hand, he looks right at that teleprompter. <laughs> and they, words don't come out right. And you wonder why. But you know what? He's not, I don't even think, the most insane politician we have in America. And that's where I believe these clips will uh, coincide. Oh and. I think Sky News did a really good job with this one. I'm Rita Panahi from the Rita Panahi Show, 7 p.m. Fridays. 7 p.m. Fridays. And on that program, we have a segment called Lefties Losing It. And here's an example of what we're talking about. We should probably steal that segment, too. Lefties Losing It. I like like that. that. I think I know who this is going to be, but keep going. Take it away, Nebraska State Senator Michaelia Kavanaugh, a Democrat, of course. And I did like that, too. A Democrat, of course. Of course. Trans people, trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We need trans people. We need more. Oh, you get the idea. Now, what inspired that lefty to so comprehensively, to so comically lose it? Well, the Nebraska legislator was set to vote on a bill that would ban so-called gender-affirming surgery, gender-affirming care, they like to call it. I don't know, like removing young girls' healthy breasts. The fear that there'd be a ban on irreversible surgeries on teens, including bottom surgery that can leave them sterile for life, sent Democrats into a frenzy. Let's go back to Democrat <laughs> State Senator Michaelia Kavanaugh. She's not finished yet. <laughs> we need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. You matter. You matter. And I am fighting for you. And I will not stop. I will not stop today. I will not stop tomorrow. You are loved. You matter. You belong here. Trans people, trans people belong here. We need trans people. We love trans people. Trans people belong here. Wow. And how do you think the media Uh, covered this unhinged display? Well, they called it an emotional appeal. (laughs) And then they called the bill controversial. Mm. Can you imagine the media coverage if a Republican behaved like that? Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Well, you know, in a sane world, uh, that 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 clip would have concluded with a couple of guys in white jackets putting her in a straitjacket, taking her to some place for observation as they used to. But yeah. nobody's insane anymore. Are no, they? no, no. And this no. again was not a random person at one of these meetings. This was a state senator. Terrifying. Yeah. And rather than 
making a point. This is where the political discourse is gone because this moron, and she appears to be a moron, rather than standing up there and pleading the case why this bill should be accepted or whatever, just goes nuts and yells. Trans people belong here. Well, that isn't what the bill is about. The bill is about mutilating children who are too young yeah. to make up their minds. Well, you know, it's interesting. I have often recently, I shouldn't say often, but uh, recently I was thinking about this whole thing with the surgeries and so forth. And, and on one hand, it's very, it's not easy, but uh, removing something, it's just like demolition is a lot easier than construction, right? Would make sense, okay. right? It really is. And so some dude who wants to be a chick can lop off his Johnson. And I guess there's, you know, there's some way to sort of make a, a facsimile of a vagina, as uh, Trump said recently, cat named vagina. And um, but the other way around is not so simple. You know what? Some chick that wants to be a dude. You know, what do you, how do you stitch on a dick? I mean, it's just how does that work? Well, I saw a, a, an image um, and I don't think it was a meme. I think it was real. It was really repulsive of the midsection of some wannabe guy female and there was this massive scar like somebody with an ice cream scoop it scooped out half of the thigh from the knee to the hip right all this fucking missing flesh scar disgusting and then and then hanging where a dick would be was this somebody some commenter on on the social media site called it a meat log you know it was just like this this thing this log of flesh hanging there and i guess this is a, a you know substitute penis I thought, holy shit, you know, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. You no. Just can't. And then you're a transphobe if you don't want to date somebody that's trans. I guess so. I'm so glad I'm not single. Uh, it makes the world wow. a whole lot better on so many different levels. Wow. But this, again, a state senator, rather than making a point, just wow. yells. And the whole like, oh, you are loved. And it, it it's so virtue signaling for the I'm fighting for you. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, totally. Everybody's fighting. Kamala, Joey, they're always fighting, right? These fucking politics. I'm fighting for. <laughs> Nobody's fighting for the children, though, except the people on the right. And then they're being called assholes because they dare go, you know, should we be um, should we be chopping off dicks at 12, 13, 14? Yeah. Should we be removing breasts at 12, 13, 14? Should we, maybe we should be waiting until their brain is not mush. Yeah. yeah. And that is uh, Sky News pointed out. This is where the verbiage comes in. Oh, it's gender affirming care. Why would you deny somebody care, Larry? Yeah, sure. It's like, uh, explain what it is. Yes. Explain what it is and then ask. Which is also, which is always prefaced by access to right. gender affirming care. Access to meaning it's free. Someone else will pay for it. Well, of course, because you can't pay yes. for it. No. We're moving into the world where you're going to have places like uh, Targets and other stores. I think you're going to start seeing the them have, instead of male and female bathrooms, you're going to have male, female, and other which I think is fine. I think it's better than the alternative, which is yeah. go in whatever the one you feel like. So I think that's I a really, little, a little more. I really fair. hope America Budweiser's uh, target. I do. They're definitely on that list. There was another thing with target. Now 
hiring some Satan guy, some Satanist that is creating a line of LGBTQ clothing for Target. Mm. But he's like, in a, you know, devout Satanist and all over social media spewing stuff. And it's like, you know, I don't really care. But that to me says enough about who you're doing business with. If this was somebody on the other side of that. Yeah. You know, oh, my God, can you believe that, you know, Target bought a shirt from a guy that the my, he, no, my pillow. Perfect example. Mm. There were people yeah. that tried to cancel all these retailers and some bolted out of the my pillow business, even though they were making money because oh no we're gonna boycott you because you're using that hateful guy it's like it's any any of these companies that get into politics they deserve what they get yes they do that includes bud light one of the no agenda producers over on no agenda social posted a stack of bud light at whatever their local store was and i guess bud is offering i don't know if it's all distributors in all areas but they're offering like a 15 dollar in this area anyway uh, what do you call it? A re- rebate. So if you wanted, mm-hmm. if you bought it, it was down to like $3 for a case of 24 beers and the stack was just sitting there. Yeah. They're essentially giving it away. Yeah. Like Good. it's going bad. Would you, would you please just take it? We'll just, we'll give you your money back. It's like, Nope. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> and it's like, this is the kind of just massive damage you can do to your brand when you delve into things that you don't know about or you don't do your research on it you don't understand that was the other one now not bud light it was the other beer company miller. that's yeah molson molson uh, miller yeah that's all like oh can you believe they used to put women in bikini on the yeah. stand-ups and in the commercials imagine that yeah i'm like do you not know who drinks beer yeah and then uh, heckler and koch Gun guys, too. They they had to jump into those idiots. Yeah. Everybody's got to get involved, right? Everybody's got to jump on that. Yeah. They want it. Oh, no. Hot bodied women in bikinis suddenly are bad. Unless unless they're fucking octogenarian Martha Stewart. Uh Now it's good. Uh (laughs) That's what I said, man. Do not avert. When you go through the checkout line at your grocery store, avert your eyes if the Sports Illustrated. I'm I'm taking your advice, Bubba. I will not look. And that'll be an easy no. <laughs> uh-huh. You've only got a 50-50 shot to not see an 80-year-old or a guy with a dick on the cover. So you're. Yes. Adidas, too. The swimsuit. with that, Yes. That bulge. That big bulge on that dude. Wow. And it's wow. Like, I just don't get it. I don't understand why you would crash and burn a brand. Although it's going on. You know, they're not the only ones doing it. And it's the go woke, go broke. It's finally coming true because for a long time, it was like people would say go woke, go broke. But then the companies were doing just fine. All of a sudden, it seems to finally maybe there's been a what do we what do we hate? Uh, that's an inflection point, Larry. Maybe we've maybe we've reached an inflection point. I was going to say tipping point, but yeah, inflection point annoys me. But you don't you know what? That's sort of fallen out of favor. I haven't heard inflection point in quite some time. I know we bitched about that maybe like on show seven or something. But it seems that's fallen out of favor. Have you heard that lately? No, maybe maybe people are no. listening. They're like, oh, wait, we got we got to <laughs> use a go. different term. Those Planet Rage guys are morons and they figured out what we were doing. So we got to change the wording up. But I, I just don't, don't get how far. I mean, and you saw that's exactly what happened. And it's not entirely. I'll be fair because the Internet came around. But Playboy magazine, once they gave up and went and had a trans model, it's like, 
do you not understand your demographic? Yeah. And if you can't make it work where you're like, we take the most beautiful women, we we, you know, do nice photography and we sell that. And they couldn't keep that going. It's like, that was a pretty easy business model. Yes, it was. And no, no, we got to go woke. Victoria's Secret yep. went woke. Yep. All of Fredericks of Hollywood has. In fact, you know, Fredericks is always way hotter than Victoria's Secret because they like they didn't they didn't make any premise of of elegance or class. It was just right. like, let's titillate the shit out of you. Here's something that's really gonna make you sprung fast. <laughs> yeah. They were never like <laughs> we're the serious bra brand. No. <laughs> yeah. And I wonder I haven't seen, I wonder if Fredericks is uh Still Fredericks. Maybe they're out of business. Who the fuck knows? But Fredericks is always a much better call than uh, Victoria's Secret. Yeah, a lot of them come and a lot of them go and just stay out of politics. I mean, Bud Light, all they had to do was just stay out of politics. Pretty easy to do, right? But you know what happened? I'll I'll give you my speculation on that. I think that probably maybe for a quarter or two or three sales were flat or maybe down a tick. And all these guys fucking panic. They always have to show growth, 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 or else they, you know, they're out of a job. And then uh, Alyssa, what's her name? Um, the marketing broad, you know, piped up. Here's an opportunity for me to be a, a, a savior, right? And, and, you know, tells a CEO who, I mean, we get, we get the measure of his intellect when we read his apology letter. He's, he's not that sharp. I don't care if no. he's running a fucking a con- global conglomerate. He's not that smart. Um. And he, you know, the guy's shitting his pants. You know, he doesn't want to have to have report a bad uh, another quarter to shareholders. And she says, oh, I can fix this for you because, and here's what we're going to do. And he goes, okay, boom, there it is. Because that's not going to turn any of your, uh, yeah. your demographic against you. And beer more than I think, I'm not even sure if there is another product that is more tied into the whole masculinity thing. Oh, yeah. Other than guns. Probably. Well, I don't know. I mean, that's, uh, although I think more chicks probably shoot guns than drink beer. You're probably right about that. Whenever I do go to the range, I'm always surprised and delighted by the mind of uh, chicks. I see there wielding guns. It's always best when they're like cute little pink things with rhinestones. on. Them. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a club called the Pink Pistols. Yeah. And in fact, I think Smith & Wesson makes a, a revolver with a pink frame. Pink, uh, whatever the hell, some kind of a composite. Yeah. Because you got to be fashionable when you got yeah. your. Uh, Why not? When you're down at the range. No doubt about it. Yeah. Now you've got a clip here. What is the hate hotline? I just I tripped over this one, Darren, moments before showtime. And I thought, this this looks like a rich vein of material. So I only ran through it once, so I'm not terribly familiar with it. But I figure we can sort of pick it apart as we go. If you are the victim of hate in California, there's a new hotline number for you to call that provides support and resources. I w- Ooh, support and resources. And resources. And again, if you're a victim of hate, okay, Bubba, define hate. Yeah, this is true. But if somebody just says they don't like your hat, is that exactly? Yes. Yeah. I hate those shoes. Oh, hello. Hate hotline. (laughs) You better call the hotline. I hate a counselor. (laughs) Yeah. So if your uh, wife says, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You come home with a new haircut and your wife's like, I hate that haircut. I hate that. You better call the hotline. Yeah. Does this dress make me look fat? I hate you. Yep. Okay. Hello. Hate hotline. It's the fat that makes you look fat. (laughs) 
<laughs> That's never the right answer, guys. Just to no. let you know. No. <laughs> that is never the right answer to. Does this dress, do these jeans, does whatever make me look fat? The proper right. answer is no, of course not. And resources. I wish I had this resource when I, uh, when I was a victim of the hate crime that I experienced. Trans-Latin Coalition CEO Bambi Salcedo thrilled the state of California has created a hotline number for... Stop. Okay, this, of course, was a video. And Bambi is a dude, just for you to know. So. Victims of hate. This is a great first step to ensure that all Californians across our beautiful state uh, get the support that they need through this um, amazing initiative, California versus Hate. The California versus Hate hotline gives victims an alternative to contacting law enforcement. The hot- Wait. Yeah. So if it's something that you think rises up to being a crime, mm. You shouldn't report the crime. You should call this guy's place instead. I don't know. They really didn't say that. Um, you know, well, they're just know. giving you an alternative in case you don't want to call the cops, I guess. I think maybe because maybe because when you do call the cops in Southern California, you get put on hold for a long time. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> Please hold. We'll be with you in 45 minutes to 14 yeah. hours. Yeah. The hotline connects victims with support and resources, including mental health services, legal help, or even housing assistance. California So the housing is where they they find you an apartment. I mean, sounds like it. They put you up somewhere, somewhere. Maybe they got a list. You're like, Hey, you got an extra room. Call these people. Let them know you got an Mm. extra room. Yeah. Bet you that list would be very short. Very short. California versus hate. Uh, initiative is the product of literally hundreds of people coming together. Sadly, hate is rising statewide. The California Department of Justice reporting hate crimes increasing more than 30 percent from 2020 to 2021. More recent data from the LAPD showing over the last 12 months, hate crimes rising at similar levels to last year and higher than in years past. The recent data, including reports of racial bias, hate related language and more. Wait, so it's a crime to use language now, too. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. Did you hear how breathy this guy is in the delivery? He's very excited about the, excited. the subject matter. <laughs> I just want to I mean, this is California. Yeah. But it's like, when did we uh, make speech illegal? Well, I guess it is. You know, I, the whole thing, that the I remember when the whole hate crime first um, surfaced and it, of course, it gave rise to hate speech, didn't it? So I guess they're now one in the same, I guess. And I remember thinking, this is so fucked up. This is just a way to elevate certain groups of people above other people. And yes. it is because if you're if you're in a protected class and you are assaulted or you're a victim of a, of a crime and they can call it a hate crime, well, now you're going to get special treatment. You're going to get more cops running down um, uh, your case and and higher penalties against the criminal than somebody who's not one of those groups. Wow. That sounds pretty fucking racist to me. Yeah. Well, that's the reason why the NAACP doesn't like Florida because they're not going along with the racism. Yeah. This is exactly it. And you're right. The hate speech is built into the hate crime where this goes, well, here's, here's the legal thinking here. If a 
black guy hits a white guy in the head with a brick, but doesn't call him a cracker, not a hate crime. I mean, I guess that makes perfect sense. But if you hit somebody in the head with a brick and use a racial slur, then that is a hate crime. And it's somehow that brick is now way more damaging to their head than the person that didn't use the it's I don't understand. I never understood that. Like uh, the crime is the crime. The crime is hitting somebody with a brick. Exactly. Crime is crime. And when you overlay it with an emotion, wow, what a shit show it becomes as it has. And I mean, really, it rarely do you hit somebody in the head with a brick if you like them at that particular moment. Right. Where's the account? Where where are the love crimes? I'm not seeing them, but there should be right. If there's hate crimes, there must be love crimes. Obviously. Yeah. But then you go, well, okay, well, they didn't hit the person in the head with the brick, but they still use the racial slur. We could still put them in jail for that. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, here's the thing. People that uh, if you're walking down the street and you're yelling racial slurs at the people that you come into, you're an asshole. But we live in a country where you have the freedom of speech and people need to understand that you have to have a little bit of a thicker skin for one. And you have to understand that when you start taking that away, you know, for the children, Larry, or to be we, we don't want any kind of hate speech. No, that should be made illegal. You see where you get very quickly is, oh, wait, you don't, you do not support gender affirming care for nine-year-olds? That's hate speech. Uh Uh-huh. Well, you know, this is so typical. I mean, that that asshole may quote uh, um, the the statistics, which who knows where they came from, that so-called hate crimes, whatever those are, are are up. But um, at the same time, plain old regular crime burglaries robberies rapists arsons car theft all that that's skyrocketing but where's where's the uh where's the additional funds for that where's the task force to reduce that i don't know i'm not hearing about it things uh, are so bad on the internet that the fabulous ryan bemrose said he is avoiding no agenda social until people stop reposting the meat bag trans cock meme <laughs> is that where i saw that oh my god Baby. Yeah, you know what you can't unsee that and i wish i could so i'm not going to meat man. log was it meat bag i think i saw a term as ryan he'll know he can correct me i think it was meat log probably Did either I, way you don't want was to that see legit it. Does, does ryan think that was legit or is that a photoshop uh, creation well now all of a sudden Bemrose is the expert on this now. We've we've uh, we've decided. Well, on he's a he's a fucking Ben. He's a techie. I'm not. We've decided on Planet Rage. If you want to know if the trans surgery is real or not, you go to Ryan Bemrose. Yeah, where else would you go? It's like there's things you just can't unsee, and that is yeah, really. That is one of them. Rinse my eyes with bleach. Yeah. If you are the victim of hate, you can simply grab your phone and dial 833-866-4283 or... Just simply, just simply Simply, grab your phone. Simply simply grab your phone. And dial... What is that? Hey, he looked, you know, it has actually come down to remember in some of these college campuses, dirty looks were microaggressions. Do you remember that? So now... Oh, yeah. So we're well at the point where I don't like the way he looked at me. Let me dial the the hate hotline. Well, there was just a case, and I don't remember if it was in the UK or the United States, to be fair, 
But somebody tried going after their boss because he used like three question marks in an email and like XX in a question, you know, in an email to, you know, was like used as a placeholder for something. And the woman tried to sue him because it was like these were obviously sexual advances, but she just didn't understand what the abbreviations in the email were. You know, it's this is the insanity. What what does three question marks mean? With and the X's were like XOXO love or explain this to me. I think it was just like a placeholder. And I think the three questions marks, he was just one of these, like, uh, what can we do about this question mark, question mark, question mark? I mean, cause you know, so she took, she took this as a, a hate crime or whatever. It was like reading into offense. this. Like he wanted to bang her. Oh, okay. You know, that's even worse. <laughs> right. It's like, I'm, I, I was, I was being sexually assaulted. It's question the, marks. Yeah. It's got to be so much more intense with this kind of stuff but it's been around for yeah. a long time when i worked at circuit shitty back uh <laughs> hell this had to be around 1991 92 i think it was mm-hmm. that i got in trouble for uh for sexually harassing somebody whoa there's another strike against you i'm telling you're on thin ice buddy i may i may just have to pull the plug in this partnership i know you. It was shit I'm finding out about you out at a bar. We love you more than ever. Thank you. And here's the thing. We were out at a bar with a few people from work and the, one of the girls that worked at the uh, circuit city was referred to as the circuit city slut. Mm-hmm. I was gotten in trouble for that, but it was my uh, now wife, then girlfriend who said it. Uh-huh. But of course I was, uh, I was the one that was attributed to it. It's like, I didn't, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was great. And I, I will always applaud my buddy, Jeff. I haven't talked to him in years. See him on uh, Facebook every now and then. Hey, he was, Jeff. He was one of the guys that worked with me. And, you know, the store manager was a Colombian dude and he was kind of goofy. But, you know, when he got into his moods, he was a little bit annoying. And we're having, because of this, a sexual harassment, you know, meeting, training, whatever you want to call it. Even and, back then in 91, that shit was going on. Uh-huh. Oh. And my buddy Jeff's like, yeah, um, Tony, that's, you know, the store owner, the store uh, manager. He's like, yeah, I've got a real problem with sexual harassment. And the store manager's like, oh, okay, well, what, what's your problem? He's like, I'm not getting any. <laughs> <laughs> and I really want some. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? Yeah. I understand that people that are actually being harassed, you got to do something about it. But that was not this case. That mm. was, you know, and it's like people can take any little thing. It's like now you're going to take something that the guy's girlfriend said out at a bar. It's going to get repeated. And they're so yeah. in their corporate. So it's like, fuck them. Glad they went up bankrupt. Because when yeah. you take something like that seriously, it's, uh, it's sad, but again, that was part, I guess, their corporate culture, which is why, you know, why they're now gone. They're all gone. They're gone. Silo. Do you remember that chain? I worked there briefly. No shit. When they went bankrupt, I was working at Silo. Okay. Because I quit Circuit City. And I made a really right. bad idea to go work at Silo because I had enough of Circuit City. That's how Eyes. I got that into yeah. the working for my buddy's carpet store, which again, great guy worked for him four years yeah. and it was an easy thing silo we walked in the one morning and it happens all the time i guess now 
but we walked in, you know, get ready for the day. And they're like, we're not opening today and we're never opening again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Made a phone call, had a you know job immediately. It was, you know, an hour away from home, but it was at least a, a yeah. better gig. And I learned a lot. And then I started selling some software that I wrote on eBay, made enough money to, I was like, well, transform into that and there you go and doing websites and all that kind of thing because you know working for anybody else no matter who it is you know this it sucks it sucks it sucks now question there was a only there was one silo a few miles from my home in la and i used to go there occasionally and part of the architecture there was like a fucking silo attached to the building you know like this big cylinder was that just there or did all the stores look like that ours did not have that that would have been cool okay. it was cool it's like, do we just build this into an old silo? Maybe, maybe that was like the know. first one. Maybe it was like, maybe we, we have this building. It just happens to be a silo. Yeah. What should we call this place? I don't yeah. know. I mean, I thought maybe cause like fries, I used to love fries. I mean, fries were fucking awesome. And all the ones I ever visited had incredible themes, you know, the greatest of which was the Burbank fries, which was recently demolished. And it actually had you know, pretty close to life-size flying saucer crashing into the fucking front door, right over the front door with, you know, rubble glued to the sidewalk in front of it. And inside, you know, it was like the aliens have invaded. Inside were, you know, soldiers on walkie-talkies and half-overturned Jeeps and fucking little green men. It was, it was fantastic. And then there was one uh, closer to me on this side of the valley that my kids used to love. It was the Alice in Wonderland fries and you know bigger than life-size uh multiple life-size figures of alice and the rabbit and the cats and all the crazy shit it was it was like they were theme they were theme park stores right and they were really it really was a shopping experience to visit those places and that's when there was actually no amazon to screw with them and uh, exactly yeah everything has changed now totally the shopping yeah. experience is nothing but uh depressing it is and it's, you know, it's, it's, again, you feel bad for the kids growing up now because you'll never have that kind of fun. True. You go, go into the mall just to hang out. It was okay back in the day. Now you're likely to get shot or something. Yeah. Well, there will, I don't think there'll be any malls in uh, within five, 10 years max. They're all, they're all going away. Yeah. They're all going to have like pickleball or something at them. It'll be pickleball and um, housing for meth heads. <laughs> you know, it's what's happening to them. In Maybe LA. at the same but time. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Eight three three eight no hate, and get connected to trauma-informed care coordinators who work specifically for the program. Trauma-informed, trauma-informed care coordinators. Uh huh. It's a lot of big words. What are their actual uh, qualifications, please? A lot of stuff strung together there. Yeah. If someone calls, we have access. To, they can have access to people who can stop. Speak over to there it is. Access to. You got to. their favorite phrase, access to. Mm. You have to have access. Access to. Have access to. They can have access to people who can speak over 200 languages. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that whoa. one person who speaks 200? I want to meet that guy. <laughs> or whoa. Her. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. I thought you'd dig that. Yeah. Over 200 <laughs> languages. I mean, that's got to include like Klingon and. Yeah. Uh, Romulan. I mean, are there even 200 languages on Earth? I guess there are, but holy shit. Yeah. How? Let's see. Uh, see, the thing to do is call that fuck. Here's what we do. Uh-huh. We look up, you know, the, 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 all the languages. We find the most obscure fucking language on the planet. 
and then try to, you know, emulate that in some way. Call that hotline and demand to be connected with somebody who speaks whatever the fuck that is. Let's see the top 100, the top uh, 200 most spoken languages. I mean, are there, I mean, maybe there's uh what's that like Navajo wind talking. I've never heard that, but there was a movie about it with Nick cage. How does that even sound? Is it just like, what is that? I don't know. Well, yeah, it's like, well, it's like the Sam Kinison thing where it's all just and the clicks and the, uh, it's like, I I don't the top to let's see jet punk has the top. Why don't we not show me the languages? Show our show down the languages. God damn it. I know. I want to, I don't want to like take a quiz. I want to know, (laughs) who actually it's like because okay so you're gonna have you know english you're gonna have spanish you're gonna have russian you're gonna have chinese you're gonna have uh farsi you're gonna go down the list but it's like 200 you have somebody that can speak up to 200 yes languages Mm. i mean english i mean if that's true if they actually have people you know not one guy but uh, can you imagine the staffing Either that so or it's a really good AI. Maybe that's it. English is the most widely spoken language according to Berlitz. No. Then Mandarin. Then Hindi. Then Spanish. Then French. Then modern standard Arabic. Bengali. Russian. Portuguese. Urdu. Indonesian. German. Japanese. Nigerian Pidgin. Marathi. So we're already getting to languages I've never heard of. Never. No, I never heard of that. Telugu, Turkish, Tamil, Yu Chinese, Vietnamese. Wait a minute. So I'm surprised that the Philippine Tagala, that's big. Why isn't that even top 10? That's a huge one. I don't know. That that's is 95.7 million speakers, according to. Uh, it's only 95 million? For hmm. Telugu. That is the. Uh, the fourth most common language in India. Hmm. Then there's really, you keep going down. I mean, it's okay. I get it. There's a lot of languages, but in the United States, how far down this list do you really think you're going to go? Yeah. Well, that's what we should, that's, we should put the hate line to the test. We got to find what the, like the number 200 languages and then call up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Be like, what? No. Somebody hated on me, but I only speak fill in the blank or just click. I want to speak to, I want to talk to somebody, a hate coordinator who speaks. Somebody's going to be like, if they, Hey, we got that. We got you. We know we, we got somebody that'll speak that. You know, it's, it seemed like <laughs> actually that's the way fucking crows sound. At least around, I don't know if maybe crows or ravens, but one of the two, they, they talk like, do you get those in Chicago? No, we probably shot yeah. them all. <laughs> well they're big they're big in socal and that's the way they talk and sometimes i talk with them and i fake them out really and they look at you like huh what's what's fuck this fuck guy no. <laughs> I just okay so there's 200 languages spoken i'm just so what's number 199 does it list it or i can't find a good list that'll actually go oh, uh all right all the way down we have to do more research on uh i hate that I I'd know. Just fake it. Yeah. I know. Or you know what? I can do. <laughs> I'll make. Uh, still have this window open here. I can find it here because we'll make our buddy uh, CSB happy. 
will go into Slack and will ask Claude, which is an AI that was uh, created by software company Anthropic. What are the top 200 languages spoken in the world? And it will sit there and it'll go, huh? Now it's giving me a list starting with Mandarin Chinese. And it's telling me how yeah, I many. I thought that was number one above English, but um, is that what Claude says? Yes. That's what. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. See, I thought that thing was wrong. When your other list said English first, I think, no, no, it's Mandarin's got to be bigger. And he goes down to Swahili. Let's see. I okay. think I have to tell him to continue. Yeah. This is great. Are you digging this, folks? Live research. <laughs> as, and you're a part of it. <laughs> We have uh, the fabulous Ryan Bemrose says looking shit up in a browser on a live audio podcast is always a crowd pleasers. He knows. <laughs> he does That's it all- why he's fabulous, Darren. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is why we know where to go when we want all of that information. <laughs> Claude is still going now. I mean, we're down to see now we're down to uh, very few people when you start. Well, some of these have very small numbers, although I don't know. Uh, you know, like in the hundreds or thousands. Uh, I hope we're not down to very few in the troll room as a result of this. No, case. they're loving the. Uh, oh, good. Okay. And I'm telling you, the sound this, of your keyboard is very sexy. The, this uh, this Claude is way better than uh, most of the AIs that I've tried out. Now, getting down here, we see 189 is a Coley. 192 E. coli. Do you speak? Yeah, <laughs> do. Call the fuck. I want to speak to someone who speaks E. coli. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I don't even know. Let's see. Guy. This the number 200 language said spoken by like 70,000 people is called Altai. A-L-T-A-I. I like the sound of that. That sounds like a high tech corporation, doesn't it? Can't you see that on a logo? Altai Incorporated. Huh? Right. I'll ask Claude, where is it spoken? It is a Turkic language spoken primarily in southern Siberia. Spoken wow. by about 70,000 people in the Altai Republic and Altai cry in Russia. Ooh, it's part Russians. Uh-oh. The Russians. Quick, call Adam Schiff. As well as the parts Russians. of eastern Kazakhstan, northwestern yeah. Mongolia, and northern China. Within Russia, Altai is the official language of the Altai Republic alongside Russian. Wow. And there are three That's different impressive. dialects to this. Okay. So Holy now. Holy shit. There's only 70,000. There's three dialects within <laughs> that group. Wow. But these fuckers wow. promised us, Larry, they can speak the top 200 languages. So let's put them to the test. We need somebody that speaks Northern, Southern, or Eastern Altai. You know, I think I need to do some. You know what? Maybe for next week's show. I put in a couple of calls, record them, and ask tell I want to speak to someone in Altai. And see if get <laughs> oh, that would be that. fantastic. Yeah. They'd be like, "Yeah, no, we don't, we don't have anybody that's <laughs> that speaks that." But well, you said two hundred, la- and then see, be the asshole and be like, "Well, yeah. what two hundred languages can I speak to you in?" Right? They're like, "Well, English." You're like, "Yeah, but no, I don't, I don't want English. I want something better." Yeah. And in terms of who will be on the other end of the line, we are very fortunate to be partnering with 211LA and the 211 Statewide Network. Leo Stallworth, ABC7 Eyewitness News. Okay, what is the 211? I have no idea. I should. Like I said, I, I ripped, I, like they used to say in the old uh, news radio stations, rip and read. And that's kind of, I ripped and sent to you. So I don't know what the fuck 211 is. But you're so quick on that keyboard, you can probably tell us if Ryan Bemrose will allow it. 
I know. I mean, if he doesn't, if he doesn't complain, <laughs> like, why are you asking such questions? Let's see. In Los Angeles, 211 is the phone number for LA County Information and Referral Services. See, this Claude knows oh, good everything. Luck with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> good fucking luck with that. <laughs> uh-huh. Crisis yeah. intervention service for yeah. immigrants and refugees. Yeah. But this Claude yeah. thing, we were trying to figure out because the wife's car needs to get the emissions test done. Mm. And it had a new battery put into it not long ago. So everything gets reset and like two of the I tests have not been run. And it's like, Jesus, this thing's insane. You got to drive it like 200 miles before you take it back for the fucking smog test. It's such a, I've been through that. It's so stupid. Uh-huh. We have, which is why I want a mid sixties, uh, lead sled, uh, Rococo, you know, Pontiac Catalina, none of that shit, not a fucking computer chip in that entire assembly that's what i want you're like good luck hooking this thing up to a computer exactly exactly that's what i want good luck indeed then we got a couple clips from our buddy scott labido who never disappoints no he doesn't on the behar or vax payback which one do we want to start Uh, let's go with let's go with behar first nobody has ever said that in the history of the human language Let's go with Behar. It sounds like a category in Jeopardy. Yes. Let's take Behar for 400, Alex. Oh, wait a minute. You're dead. All the hell that's going on in the world. And I'm listening to my local news here. And the story that they just broke was Joy Behar was late for work at The View. Oh, my God. What happened? She said, I was running late. I lost track of time. I was busy primping, trying to make myself look pretty. Sweetheart. The only thing that could make you look pretty is two paper bags over your fucking dog face head. <laughs> Why two? In case one breaks. Yeah, that's the oldest true joke in the book right sure there. Is. Yeah, but you know, it's a double bagger. Double bagger in there. <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. But this was actually news that Joy Behar was late to the view. Apparently so. I hadn't heard it, but you know, obviously Scott's got his finger on the pulse of America <laughs> like I don't, so. He's, he's the one uh, keeping up with the Joy Behar news so we don't have to. Exactly. can appreciate him for that. Yeah. Every big battle can only be won by winning the small fights. I've been doing this a long time. I try to get into as many fights as possible to help win the big battle. And once again this morning, I was at another one. I was in a courthouse in Staten Island here. To support, fully support, those teachers that got humiliated, fired, disrespected, lost everything, their career, because they didn't get the juice, because they had medical or religious reasons or whatever. They didn't go under the Gestapo's orders. See, we have to win this, because if they win this case, suing the city for their compensation, back pay, dignity then everybody else will win their case. Cops, firemen, sanitation, EMTs, nurses who got fired because they didn't get the juice. So I need to see soldiers in this little fight, big fight for the bigger cause and the bigger battle to win. June 2nd is the next time the judge is gonna see them. And I will be there in that courtroom. And I better be surrounded by a shitload of people, passionate people, so we can win this fight and then all the others will line up and then we win the big battle 
Details to come. Put it on your calendar, June 2nd. Yeah, you got to get the word out. That's the first step. He's not wrong. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a fight fan, and uh, I'm sure you know as well. I mean, rare, rare are the fights that end with a knockout punch. They almost always go the distance, and it's, you know, it's up to the judges, or it's a TKO, a couple of knockdowns. But, yeah, most battles are, or most wars, you should say, are won by thousands of battles being won. So, yeah. Well, and you know, the mainstream media is not going to cover it. They're not going to cover it because this, these, these people, you know, these are people who are in authority. These, it's been proven that they were lying. They knew, they knew that these vaccines were ineffective. They knew it, yet they kept shoving them, mandating them. And it came right from the fucking top from Joey. So, you know, I'm, I'm very curious to see how this plays out because, if if Scott, as he hopes, and I do as well, that the uh, those who were, were fired or disenfranchised, destroyed businesses and lives and so forth by these fucking mandates, if they get some recompense and this court case goes the proper way, well, that's not just going to trickle down. It should, in theory, <laughs> gush upward right up Joey's ass. But will it? I, I predict that it won't. I, th- I think that there's probably there's probably like backdoor uh you know back channel i should say uh mandates just across the country to everyone you fucking back this if you if you let these uh if if there's a judge that decides in favor of the litigants who were who were uh destroyed by vax mandates you're fucked your political career is over your judgeships is over i guarantee you they are circling the wagons and closing ranks to stop this because if that genie's out of the bottle (laughs) katie bar the door well, and that's it, which is why you'll never get it through the mainstream media. They're clinging to their lies about everything. Yes, they are. They continue to fucking cling. It's mind blowing, which makes zero sense, except for the fact, as you said, you are uh, you are in that cabal where you yeah. do not turn against right. the people with the power. I, mean, I like mm-hmm. that somebody I forget which group it was went to the New York times who won a Pulitzer on all of this Trump Russian collusion stuff and said, well, uh, are you going to give it back? And their answer was, we stand by our reporting, Uh, mm -hmm. but it's been proven to be untrue. Yes. But if we stand by it, nobody will know that it wasn't true. It looked like Fox digital was trying to get to Nancy Pelosi because one of the quotes Nancy Pelosi made back in, I think it was 2017 was that she had seen cold, hard evidence that Donald Trump was guilty. Right. Where is it, Nance? Well, that's what Fox wants to know. Yeah. She's not responding, believe it or not. Why would that be? Because you you would think if you had the evidence, you would be swinging it like a big dick in the wind. Or a hammer on her husband's head. Right. But this is how with all of these stories, this is just a little, I mean, we can go on for minutes here, but I don't think we need it. This is Rachel Maddow on the Durham report. Boy, they have been excited about this for a long time. Literally for years, former President Trump and his allies have been invoking the name John Durham or sometimes Bull Durham as the man who would save them 
and smite all of Trump's enemies. For years, they have been heralding the great revelations John Durham would soon reveal about Trump's political opponents and the deep state and all their evil ways. When that didn't seem to be happening, uh, Trump and his allies started pounding their chests and yelling at the clouds about why Durham hadn't acted yet, why he hadn't yet smote all of Trump's enemies, why, you know, there were Democrats who weren't yet at Guantanamo. Okay, what do you ever remember them saying that people were going to go to Guantanamo? No, I don't either. But I mean, I guess it's nice uh, flowery language. Yeah, it's good hyperbole. And I also want to point out, I ran a D reverb plugin on her voice. And this is her directly from her show. Why is there so much reverb? Well, she sounds to you. Fuck. You're in Chicago. I don't have to tell this to you. Tell me is growing up and maybe even still used to hear the boss jocks coming over from uh, the Northern border. CKLW. Right. They sounded like they were in a fucking reverb room. Didn't they? Maybe that's business part of the. Yeah. The reverberation maybe is for the small minded folks to believe the words they're hearing. Absolutely. It's 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 intentional to give that godlike uh, aura about the audio. You hear that echo. You think, holy shit, this is somebody you know addressing me from the top of the mountain. Is CKLW still in business? And probably not. No, do not remember. Does not sound familiar. Okay, because uh, it was kind of like the thing, the uh, the blasters from Mexico, right? which, uh, you know, those guys are running a quarter million watts, and they could be heard in fucking, you know, Billings. Yeah, it was the Wolfman, um, Wolfman Jack, pumping the watches, you need guys all night long. That's, wow, that's that's a lot better than my Zelensky. That's excellent, Darren. <laughs> it, should, it hurts, though, uh, I mean, because going up that high, it hurts. Yeah, that hurt. shit hurts. It does hurt, but it's excellent. Um, yeah, there was a station um, just across the border in Canada. The call letters were CKLW, and I've even as a you know like a nine ten year old kid, I was a, a radio freak, and I'd listen to my little Panasonic with the one single earpiece. There were no buds back then, and and you know, and, and when the I guess the weather was right, s- skipping signals or whatever, I could hear this fucking guy. And he had a great, he had a great DJ name. It was Bawana Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> Bawana Johnny from CKLW. You know. Um, and you know, it was just, they, I, I'm sure they were blasting way over whatever the fucking limit was 50,000 Watts, whatever. I'm sure it was in excess of that. So anyway, I don't know why, why hey, I took us down that route. Because we like when Sorry they pump that. the wattage into the cottage. There you go. Yeah. Durham will do it all. John Durham was appointed by. And I don't know why the little click of the, what that was all about. Is that her punctuating or maybe she wants to, maybe she's speaking Altair. Maybe, maybe let's hear that again. <laughs> There were Democrats who weren't yet at Guantanamo. Durham will do it all. John Durham was appointed by Trump Attorney General Bill Barr. His assignment from Bill Barr was to prove that when Russia launched its operation to intervene in the U.S. presidential election in 2016 to try to help Trump win, Durham was supposed to prove in this investigation that the FBI was wrong to have investigated whether the Trump campaign itself was connected to what Russia was doing. Which he did. For four right. long years, John Durham's supposedly bombshell findings were always tantalizingly close. The damning evidence was going to come any day. I mean, I find that to be funny because that's how they covered Trump every freaking day. Yeah. The bombshell, bombshell, bombshell. Oh, no, Trump, the walls are closing in. We're going to fight. And it's like yeah. so you're saying that, that this is now how the... 
how the right anticipated this. Not maybe a little thou does protest too much. It has really never worked out the way they when she did it again. The little lip smacking thing. What is that all about? Let's see. It has really never worked out the way they hoped. Um, in some total, what John Durham got out of his investigation was um, one guilty plea out of an FBI lawyer, an FBI employee who admitted he made a rip- misrepresentation in a single email. But that is not what the report said. No. But this is, again, how this is going to be covered. That Oh, well, there was only one FBI agent who said he did something wrong. There's 300 pages documenting where the scam started with the Hillary Clinton campaign lawyer, how it was told to Obama and to Biden while Obama was still president, how the FBI knew this and still opened the investigation. But Rachel Maddow has no problem with that because, you know, it's, it's, it fits her narrative just to be like, no, this doesn't make sense. And this is the kind of thing that's going on in this country now that is preventing any kind of real discourse because you just cannot get to the truth. I know we keep saying the same thing, but I don't know how the average person finds out what is true and what's not. They do. They just believe whatever source they get really. And that's really how we've gotten here. Well, you know what you could believe with a hundred percent accuracy is this. Warner Bros. Discovery Chairman David Zaslav doubles down on his metaphorical CNN suicide pact with Chris Licht as Anderson Cooper again plummets to fourth place behind Newsmax as Christine Amanpour vivisex Licht in public. Zaslav says CNN won't be an advocacy network, then says it should be an advocacy network for Republican politicians to go on, quote, because they are not going to get one more vote on Fox. Amanpour decries both sidesism. Zaslav responds, we need to show both sides stop, on each stop, issue. Stop. Can you dial that back? I can understand what the fuck he said. Zazisms? What, what did yeah, he say? You know what? This whole thing, I was having an aneurysm because I am like, I don't even understand what he's saying. I don't think he does either. <laughs> I think he may just be. Let's see. Come on, Keith. Are you high? What is it? Maybe. Then says it should be an advocacy network. For Republican politicians to go on, quote, because they are not going to get one more vote on Fox. Amanpour decries both sidesisms. Zaslav responds, we need to show signsisms. I guess Sign-ism? both sidesism maybe is what he's uh he's being like, oh he's it's a fucking idiot. I know. And I love when a alleged journalist, although we know he is not, no, but he thinks he is, comes down on the side of we're done showing both sides of stories. We're only showing one. And thinking that is what serves the country best. Like, well, that's not where the truth lives. The truth does not live on one side. The truth lives at the take no shit dojo. Amen. That Larry show.com. Yes, sir. That's one place you can go for truth, justice, and the American way. Screw Superman. We got Larry. Eyes <laughs> on each issue. The Zaslov licked CNN plan becomes clearer. Increase advertising, decrease viewership. CNN in crisis, day 10, no retro. I don't think he also understands that you need the viewership for the advertising. No. Keith is not so smart. 
against Amanpour for now, continuing talks about a second Trump town hall, and Zaslav and Licht have absolutely no clue that none of it is working. I wonder, uh, Keith could probably fix CNN. It just keeps Keith showing. Could fix anything. Yeah. Keith could fix the world. That was him on Friday, so he was all crunked up for the yeah. weekend. I didn't even understand half the words that he said. No. But for today, uh, he was a little bit more coherent. Democrats have already caved on the debt ceiling, but new polling suggests 41% of Democrats think Democrats should cave more. So that's bad because the Democrats want to work now. More Democrats want to work with the other side. And, you know, that's not going to be. That's bad. Yeah, not good for Keith. And instead of invoking the 14th Amendment and kneeing Kevin McCarthy in the groin. Now, if you had a uh, one of these far right people talking about kneeing joey in the oh. groin or kamala would that be hate speech shitstorm instant mm-hmm. shitstorm yeah yes. you couldn't talk that that violent rhetoric that's what that is violent violence the president may be about to cave more it is so obvious that democracy is hanging by a thread it's so obvious <laughs> save our democracy uh-huh democracy <laughs> is hanging by a thread and uh, keith olbermann is on this right side no that even Politico and Axios, official stenographers of the 17th century, have noticed. Each has long stories on how obstinate the Republicans are in the debt negotiations. So you're obstinate in the debt negotiations, but Keithy doesn't want to mention how many trillions of dollars the debt has gotten up to. I think the latest number was something like over a quarter a million per person in the United States is where the debt is uh yeah and when how do you, how are you guys making that money because if it's on taxes um i don't make a quarter million in taxes <laughs> maybe we should have keith call the la hate hotline yes calm him down yes we need somebody needs to uh <laughs> get a social worker with keith yeah. and how much of a threat trump is to democracy and again uh, trump is go. a threat get to trump democracy get him in there yeah as the quote goes, I hope after you've lost and the empire reigns over the galaxy unopposed, you will find some comfort in the knowledge that you fought according to the rules. There so, you go, Keith. Get, bring in the fucking Star Wars reference, <laughs> you fucking imbecile, you fucking seven-year-old. I like one. I like that, especially from the side of there's only one way to decipher what he just said, which is fight dirty. Because the ends justify the means. That's what he just said. Now, again, if somebody on the right said that, they he'd want him in Gitmo. He'd be like, wait, what do you mean? You, you have to go by the rules. No, he doesn't think the rules apply to his side. He wants to shut down the other side, doesn't even want to let their voices be heard. As always, if somebody's trying to shut down free speech, they're probably the assholes. God. And Chris Licht's boss gets booed and interrupted as he gives the commencement address at his alma mater. All that and more, if I can stop gut laughing in time. Yeah. Now, did you hear him gut laughing at all during this? No, I've never. I don't think this guy's ever <laughs> laughed in his life, ever. He, he is not good at podcasting. He's not good at anything, really. No. He's good at being an asshole. Oh, this is true. Asshole. This is true. Yeah. There's no question about that. He's got that part down. 
He does. I, I don't he's know if he had, did he have to work at it? He's a professional asshole. <laughs> he's like, I've been doing this for years, kids. Uh, I've got, I've got uh, 10,000 hours of practice and now I am, now I am good. I bet you the, this, he's this, soloing, you know, for years he had networks uh, as his co-pilot. Now he's soloing and he's crashing and burning every fucking time. This Claude AI doesn't like anything strange, so it won't answer. Because no. I asked it here, uh, is, is Keith Overman an asshole? And, <laughs> it, okay, wait, it's giving me an answer. He is a controversial media personality. I got to scroll up. He's given me a lot. Claude's given me a lot here. Mm. Who has received both criticism and praise over the years. Some of his supporters consider him a strong voice for progressive politics and outspoken liberal values. However, his style and rhetoric have also frequently been described as abrasive, arrogant, and needlessly antagonistic by his critics and detractors. Some specific reasons why Keith Overman has been called an asshole include, okay, I like this Claude. <laughs> so they're listening to this show right now. Yeah, We're- right. It's like we, Claude's like, I dig what you guys are saying. His style tends to be bombastic, sarcastic, and smug. He often viciously mocks and attacks people he disagrees with. His tone and rhetoric can come across as intolerant and toxic. He has a long history of burning bridges and short-lived media stints. He frequently launches personal attacks and traffics in insults and unfair generalizations, especially towards those who have conservative political views. His approach lacks nuance and antagonizes many. This again, I mean, a lot of people I know have dealt with the AI the chat GPT and it's very left leaning. Mm-hmm. I give it to these folks over at Anthropic that this is a very well rounded AI and it is not on one side. Now, is Anthropic uh, where Claude uh, emanates from whence he comes? Yes, Anthropic. that's the company behind a. Okay. Claude. And you have to get a subscription or a membership to access. Currently, <laughs> if you, if you access him through Slack, it's free. And I don't know how long that's going to be the case. Cause usually this stuff is not free or cheap, but I've been playing around with this for about a week or so. And, uh, it is very interesting. I mean, there keeps going on more with his personal attacks from Olbermann. He has engaged Olbermann, that is, in unethical behavior, like not disclosing his financial ties to politicians and causes he promoted on air. This undermined thing about him being a about him being a pin dick. <laughs> no, but if, they, if, now, if Claude is listening to the show, please next time add pin dick, pin dick, pin dick, Olbermann, pin dick, Olbermann, pin dick. Make sure you add that to the description. <laughs> and that, that's a great show title, too. I tell you, there it is. You're welcome. And uh, we are a value for value show because I mean, where else are you going to get that kind of information? Really? And uh, pin deck. That's there we go. Wrote that down. So we don't forget that. And uh, we are a value for value show, which means we put these shows out there. They're not behind any kind of paywall. You get to decide if they're of any value to you. And if so, you get to put a number on that and get it to us by going to planetrage.show slash donate. And today we have our buddy Stu Coates from the UK with the uh, with the not so very or maybe it is completely satanic donation of six dollars and sixty six cents. Thank you, Stu. I mean, if it is, even if it is satanic, it's okay. We don't care. As long as I did a show about that years ago, I can't remember the title, but um, I did a deep dive into Anton LaVey, who was, I guess, the founder of these, the American Church of Satan. 
The guy was a huckster, you know, he'd been a fucking lion tamer and a police photographer and also saw kind of a goof in a way to promote his book and make a few bucks. But I don't think he's any more satanic than, uh, you know, the guy at the deli counter at the supermarket, really. What you're saying is with a lot of this stuff, it is just follow the money. Yeah, exactly. It's a different kind of cult. You're like, wait, wait, if Satanists, the way we can get money from these folks. Yeah. And to be honest, you know, if it's a Satanist, I'd rather vote for a Satanist than a communist. So there. This is true. Yeah. And we have, of course, our buddy CSB coming in with his 15,033 Satoshis, which is $4.05 today, which means Bitcoin's down a little bit from last week. Mm. I've got to take a detour here. There was some uh, some uh, controversy Uh-oh. with our with our boys, John and uh, and Adam over csb's wonderful um thumbnail and somebody said it was ai generated and, and others claimed it was definitely a kind of strict blog, bloggers freehand work which is it uh do, i do believe that, that settled i believe there were extra fingers which would lead me to believe yeah. ai yes yes that is the telltale of the ai coming really? up with photographic images for whatever weird reason, I mean, they can do just about everything pretty well. But what the is fingers. the finger? What is the finger problem? It, and it's it should be so simple, shouldn't it? I mean, it's so weird. Yeah, because it's like, well, you need four fingers and a thumb. That's all. I mean, yeah. that part. Their AIs are usually very good at picking out patterns, but maybe it's well, because you know sometimes the fingers are intertwined and it's looking at all this data and it doesn't really understand. Although you would think there would be an easy fix. You'd think there would be something that you could just uh, let know. Uh, let's see here. Oh, my team. Well, didn't, pa- didn't, didn't Mickey Mouse and all his Disney compadres have like three fingers or four fingers? I don't think anybody had five fingers in any Disney cartoon ever, except maybe Snow White or something. Right. Didn't all the animals have insufficient digits? Yeah. Like Mickey so. were three and then a thumb. So it was, that's usually yeah. how most of these uh, go. So maybe maybe there's the, the the internet is so saturated with Mickey Mouse stuff that AI is combing through all these images and and that's what it thinks a hand looks like a Mickey Mouse four fingered hand. It's possible. It is okay. possible. And it looks like a Timu, the company that the the guy in Ireland ordered from, may have allowed him to change that password. Maybe you got a hold of somebody. <laughs> it's like I didn't order this. Although if my email address is still on there, we'll we'll find out. Okay. But CSB had his little, I mean, I'm guessing CSB, you can, uh, you can correct us if we're wrong, but I'm guessing he used the, the AI for that image, but that's okay. Cause he's the AI yeah. expert for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Not the least, the fact that they do this little show called AI.cooking. Yeah. And he's got the, did you get the, I sent you the message. Cause he always oh, wants you to read the boostergrams. Forgive me. Yeah. He, I, I, mean, you I, I missed know, my cue. He, he does that's not why want I'm not me on stage to, or a movie star. Because that's why I'm like, he doesn't want my shouty voice. He wants the milky tones of Larry Blyton. Milky. Larry and Darren wading through the constant barrage of M5MBS through your rage lens is the antidote to a mind virus looking to devour all our souls. Blindly blinkering one's beliefs to the views of others will never be beneficial. This is why. A diverse diet of podcasts should be included in your regimen. Don't get caught short by the fastest developing tech ever to exist. Subscribe to the AI.cooking podcast and stay in the loop whilst being entertained 
by the dulcet pipes of Gwip. Yo, CSB. This is how you know it was written by an Englishman. Right. Whilst. I was going to say, you also get the idea that Gwiff wants to be a poet. I think Gwiff is a poet. He sits around in his pubs with a uh, stout in hand, no doubt. A pint. Mm -hmm. And he probably pens these things onto uh, actual paper first, just to. Cocktail napkins. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Then he transcribes it. Mm -hmm. Always entertaining. Always entertaining. Always fun. Yeah. And we also have C. Brooklyn coming in with a boostagram. Let's see. I wish that uh, Get Albie would make it easier to see the amount. 77, 77. And it says, love is love, Larry. <laughs> Does that mean you love Larry or love is love? Love is love, Larry. I mean, there's no punctuation. So you can take it in any way you want. Okay. Which I always liked in like lyrics of songs. And, you know, it's, it's okay because, you know, somebody that has no vision pretty much in one eye, I can make the joke. There's a kid rock song from years ago where the lyric is, I'll fuck you blind bitch. <laughs> and it's very important where the comma would be in the sentence. Really? You know, because it's important. like maybe she's blind to begin with. So it's I'll fuck you comma blind. There bitch. you go. It's always that important. The, you have to know. This English language can get very confusing very quick. It sure can. But that's why people come to Planet Rage. They come for the entertainment. They come for the enlightenment. They come for the insanity. They come for the madness. And if they like it, they should go over to planetrage.show slash donate and support the show to keep the lights on, the microphones humming, all that stuff. It is always very much appreciated. And you can catch us live when we do these tours on Mondays. 1 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. At least until Larry's on the road running away mm-hmm. from uh, yeah. California. Once all those uh, charges get placed on the border. Yes. That's going to be <laughs> the most beautiful thing. I mean, somebody's got to make that. CSB, you can do all these things with AI. We want a picture of Larry in like a 1960s black Lincoln just cruising through the desert and, and the whole like California falling into the ocean behind him. Lex Luthor and Superman one. Yes. There that's, you go. That's the theme right there. Yeah. Wow. We need, we need CSB comic books. Yeah. That's a damn good idea. Uh-huh. There's an exit strategy for you. CSB. Mm-hmm. If the whole AI yeah. thing doesn't work out. Exactly. Then you got to do that. Do you have any idea what's coming up this week on that? Larry, um, you know, it's not a fully formed idea. So I'm just going to shut my mouth at this point and say, <laughs> you know, come, come, come see what I got for you this Wednesday or thereabouts. You'll like it. How about you, Darren? What do you got for a random thoughts? I never know. All right. So we're even. It's always the way to do it. It's got to be spontaneous. Yeah. Because you never know it. Even when you try to plan something, it never works out. Mm. So it's the best just to kind of go, okay, it's time. It's time to do the recording. And unlike our buddy Bandrew, who did a little thing on his latest show where he's like, oh, every day before I do the podcast, like, oh, I don't want to do this. This is going to be horrible. It's going to be work. I enjoy it. I sit down and I'm like, I'm ready. I'm ready to because it's way cheaper than going to a shrink. It's, you know, you it's, it's venting yeah. and it's the extra added bonus that people actually listen and then respond. And um, mm-hmm. it makes it a lot more fun. And I know. 
you get a lot more emails than I do because nobody wants advice from me, but they all want advice from you. So I don't know what that says. <laughs> Some of those emails are scary. Maybe you don't want to go there. <laughs> really, I feel like running him past the legal department and, uh, you know, which would be Nick Riccade and, you know, he's too busy to respond anymore. So I don't know what to do. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, that's, uh, that can be the problem. Yeah. So we'll see. That's why, again, you have to remind everybody that you are in fact, highly armed and dangerous. Oh no. All my, all my weapons were lost in a tragic boating accident. <laughs> now I just use, you know, Taekwondo. That's all I got. Taekwondo oh. and a spoon, a sharpened spoon. That's it. That's all you need. That's all you need. You are indeed a man of mystery <laughs> to find out about more of these adventures and more. Be sure to join us next week on Monday. Until then, oh, I just did a Rachel Maddow. Oh, my goodness. I went. You did. Uh-huh. Until then. <laughs> why? How did that happen? How did that happen? See? Power of suggestion. I know. It gets in your mind, and then you got to just scrub it all out. I'll right. get that taken care of by next week. And for Larry and myself, thanks, everybody, for listening. We do appreciate it. U.S. strikes back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Planet.